0: Happy New Year, friends! I wanted to hop on here before we get to this week's episode. I am so excited. Happy New Year, by the way. It is Season 4 now. We have launched into that. It is official. We have some new guests, some returning guests for this season. And I'm just so happy to continue this journey with you guys into 2023. Now that that's coming out of my mouth, that just sounds so insane, but I'm so excited. I'm glad you're here listening. If you're not, then... Please share with your friends, your family, anybody who you think would be interested in some of these topics. To give you a sneak peek of this episode, we're going to be talking about something that we usually don't talk about, and I'm kind of interested in what y'all's feedback is going to be, because our guest, Kylie, is amazing, just so amazing, and she has so much input on the career aspect of being a writer and also being someone who markets basically for her job she has to send emails she has to communicate well with people and so just to hear on her side of the aisle of what she does on a daily basis to what she's learned from the past year and different things that she has taken from her job is so inspiring so Just a little sneak peek. Other things I want to talk to you guys about to just intro this podcast episode and our season four is I want to tell you guys that we are going to be launching off more movie reviews. If you follow me on Instagram at The Wake Up Conservative, you can be voting over there on those polls. Those are at my post and also stories on Instagram. Other than that, if you guys, I know in 2022 we were big prayer warriors, y'all were sending me so many emails and I loved, loved, loved sitting with you guys talking about just some issues that we've had in our lives and struggles we face, but then how we have overcome them so powerfully through the power of God. So I want to fold that over into 2023 and ask you guys if you want to send in a prayer request, you can do it via DM on Instagram, or you can also do it at my email, which is thewakeupconservative at gmail.com. Send me anything at any time, and I will get back to you guys, talk to you. This is our community. I love it. And I am so excited to start a new year with you guys. The last thing before we get to this interview, really quick, really, really quick, is I want to tell you guys that we are having new guests this season. We're having old guests come on, which are essentially new guests because I just love catching up with these people that we have created community and created connections with. I think that's so beautiful in the world that we can connect with people because we are all people and we can all connect in some form or fashion. So other than that, here is the interview with Kylie Montigny. So amazing, here we go. Hey friends, we are back. It is 2023 and I am so excited to kick off the new year with a new episode with Kylie Montigny, and I am so excited for you to talk to us today, Kylie. Um, why don't you just start off by telling listeners about yourself and um, what you are a founder of and also your podcast? We would love to hear it.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to speak with you today, and just a little about me. I'm Kylie Montigny. I am from a small town in Pennsylvania, just about 15 minutes out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and... I am a host, founder, blogger, 8 to 10 entertainment editor and some more crazy stuff and um, I am basically the host of Talk of Being Podcasts which I started back in April 2021 during the pandemic and um about the podcast um I started that the podcast and to which I interview celebrities, um, politicians, mm-hmm. athletes, um, mental health advocates, um, activists, and so much more. And it's basically um, the mission for this podcast is about basically just inspiring young girls and women mm. that they could uh, be anything and no one can stop them. And for my organization, Empower Girls, I started back in june of 2022 so was, this started a couple months ago mm-hmm. and a little bit about that is a nonprofit organization which is dedicated to ending gender bias and inclusion in the media mm-hmm. and the model is if they can you can and um we hope to do like we want to show um women and girls that mm-hmm. like no matter race gender sexuality. And many other things that you shouldn't be judged, no matter like what you look like or what mm-hmm. race you are. So that's kind of like a little more about me. And thanks so much for having me today.
0: Yeah, we are so glad to have you on. And I, I'm just blown away. I was doing some background research, and you've done interviews with Sports Fluent, The Solution. You did a representation of women in sports. Uh, you did a panel. So amazing. Oh um and you're a founder of a nonprofit organization I think that one of the things that oh and before I say this you're from you're like right outside of Scranton Pennsylvania yeah are you an office fan no I'm not an office
1: fan I do that all
0: the time people uh, always ask me like oh you're
1: from Scranton are you an office fan and I'm like I've seen a couple of episodes I'm like out of (laughs) this No, I found it interesting for some reason,
0: no. But I get to ask, ask all the other people yeah. here and that I'm from Scranton. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the show's not very for the faint of heart. It's not one of my favorites. I like the comedy of it, but I think there's definitely some things that I'm like, hmm. surprised that's not canceled by now. But... <laughs> Is that I, canceled? I, no, it didn't. It hasn't. But if you watch, like, probably the first two episodes, you would be like, oh my goodness. Those should be canceled. Like from a I'm, a, I'm a believer, so from a Christian perspective, I'm like, absolutely not, like, um, and then so many other things, like, in your, you do, um, gender bias activism, you would probably be so shocked by some of the comments they make about women, and it, it's just so many things, but the comments yeah, was great. was actually
1: canceled, That was actually yeah. done, and I'm surprised they're still doing it.
0: So, the show's not running anymore, but it's still on different um, platforms, like Peacock, I think it's on Peacock, Um, but yeah, I, I was like... I have to ask her. She said something about Scram, Pennsylvania. Um, But, okay, so (laughs) back to what I was saying. Sorry. Um, So you've done all these interviews, and what has been one of the most rewarding things to you about doing these interviews and interacting with other people?
1: That's a good question. I think, like, the most rewarding thing about um, doing, like, these interviews Mm -hmm. and talking with all these people is that, like, I'm trying to think like it's just like there's so many things about it that I love mm-hmm. but I think like the best part for me is that like I get to talk with these amazing people mm-hmm. and if I didn't have a podcast I probably wouldn't have this opportunity mm-hmm. to yeah. like talk to these amazing people and really just really connect with them on so many different topics so I always say like I always say like this like really connecting with these my guests and mm-hmm. really talking to them and learning more about their careers, really find things that we have in common. And and I still talk to most guests today. Yeah. And so like this really making some friendships out of this podcast and really making more connections and just meeting new people is probably the most
0: rewarding. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you as a podcast host. I think one of the biggest things for humankind and for human individuals is human connection. And that's how we thrive, that's how we learn from each other, especially because we're both really young. It's a way that we can figure out the world kind of together um, and face these issues that we're seeing in our world today as one instead of divided, because I think that, I, I know you said you have um, interviewed with some, or interviewed some politicians, and um, one of the things about politics is it is just so dividing it's a dividing line within our country um, at least that's what I believe but um, mm-hmm. I, I love your answer to that question um, another thing I wanted you to talk about was specifically about your podcast has there been anything specific where if there's someone who's listening who wants to start a podcast or is interested or um, may even have been asked to go on a um, podcast themselves as a guest is there any a piece of advice for them or just like some practical advice I think sometimes we try to be like very vague but I think like specific details I I'm such a big believer in not gatekeeping things so I try to um share a lot with my listeners about how you get can get started how you can feel inspired um, so anything like that
1: yeah, like this like with your answer before, like being honest. Mm-hmm. Like with I when I started my podcast, I was having a lot of things that I was so scared to talk about mm-hmm. and like I didn't and some things I was keeping secret that I never really wanted to talk about before I even before I even started my podcast. And like, like my biggest fear like when I started a podcast is that like I have to share my life. Like right. I have to really be honest with people and like my, and then how do I realize that, like, I do want to share. Like, mm-hmm. a part of this podcast and this mission is really for me to be honest with people and share my story. Because obviously, like, my listeners and some listeners on your podcast or um, other podcasts or mm-hmm. whatever show you do, like, some people might um, connect with this story or might connect with something you're saying mm-hmm. or might something connect with what you did or something you've been through. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, well, like, I should really share it because, like, I want to really help people that are going through the same thing as me or might connect with with what I'm saying about some topics or just like these things that are happening in life in general currently. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, this like a thing I'll probably have to say to your question is really to be honest mm-hmm. and be your true self and just don't change and, um, like, don't change for the better. Like, if people have different opinions mm-hmm. that you're saying, it's okay, like, people mm-hmm. have their own beliefs, I, and, and, and just, like, stay true to your word, like, just mm-hmm. stay true to what you say, and just be honest, because, like, nothing, like, nothing's better than being honest mm-hmm. to yourself, and, like, with doing a podcast, like, that's really how it shaped me, is mm-hmm. to really be honest, and, and this, this keep my, keep, be my true self.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I think that's absolutely it, like, you just, mm-hmm. As if you can stay with who you are specifically if I'm gonna add a little bit um, from my perspective as a believer I know that if I come face to face with someone who um, either doesn't know about the Bible or doesn't believe anything like I, I, I mean I've had so many conversations with atheists with agnostics and it, it is such an eye-opening experience to understand how they view truth and so with so many people saying like this is my truth this is my truth you know like different things like that how how would you explain and describe what is true for you
1: that's a really good question (laughs) i would be like to answer your question um like with being a true saw, like a lot of people don't like to really say what they believe Mm-hmm. Because they're afraid to really be judged and what they believe or how they were raised. Yeah. Like, for me, I was raised Catholic mm-hmm. and my family was always religious. And, like, growing up, it was um like Jesus mm-hmm. and like the whole religious stuff was very passionate in my family. Yeah. And with being that, I never talked about what, how I was raised. Like, mm-hmm. how I was raised and what my beliefs were, I never talked about it. Like, because yeah. I was always so scared and. Like, if, like, if I say, like, oh, I am love politics, I want to be in Congress one day, or mm-hmm. I support this person, or I, um, I, lo- I like, I'm a feminist, and, right. like, all these things, like, <laughs> stuff like that, I say. And, like, if I say those type of things, like, I will probably be, people will probably be, um, text me be like I wish you're dead like I hate yes. this. like mm-hmm. why do you support this person why are you a feminist why were you raised this way and that's and it's just like I have my own opinion like mm-hmm. if I am a feminist I'm a feminist if some people not might might not be a feminist that's okay. okay and with growing up like like I was so scared and being my like really talking about how I felt and right. with being like with starting a podcast, like it's just really like grew my confidence and like really speak about how I feel and connecting with others and see how they feel and really connect on uh, like how they feel and see, hear other people's opinions as mm-hmm. well because like if you hear like you like the best part about it is really hearing about like how some people really feel about this topic or what you how you feel about something going on with something going on today, right. like was to say like, um, sports, how do you feel about some teams going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, with some beliefs, it's okay for you to, like, not agree with someone on, like, your beliefs. Yeah. Like, that's a part of life. Like, right. I have not agreed with someone with my beliefs. Like, like I got into something, like, conversations that I have not agreed with my beliefs. Like, yeah. I was really, like, that's okay. Like, it's just a part of life where you learn that, like, not everyone agrees with you. you
0: yeah, know? for sure. Um... And I love how you mentioned, like, we can learn along the way, having those conversations, building those relationships. um, We can change our viewpoint, which might not necessarily be absolute truth, but we can change the way we think about a situation. Like, for example, if I was talking about um, pro-life or um, the topic of, of abortion, you can change the way you viewpoint something by something you watch, a conversation you have, anything like that. Um, for example, I know I've talked on the podcast a little bit about um, Life Market just came out in theaters and it was basically just giving stories. It wasn't even saying like, this is my viewpoint on anything. It was just giving a story of an ad- of adoption. And um, I thought it was so amazing to watch really the truth of the industry, if that makes sense. And understand that viewpoint and so I think like there are so many ways out there um, that we can learn and we can grow and we can understand Um, and I and a comment to you is that I don't think that like the way we are raised is necessarily a bad thing I think like you were talking earlier about like staying true to yourself the way to do that is embrace the way our parents have like given us the beauty of understanding who God is or understanding dedication to working like we both have been working at things and like going and getting after and I think that's so beautiful that you've used that in a way to now be an activist towards young girls and those in the media who don't exactly have a voice um, and things like that so I think that the way we are raised is such a beautiful picture to who we become, um, mm-hmm. and so I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and have you talk about your job as an entertainment editor. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Tell so, us about that. Yeah. So, um, a couple like last year, or like mid last year, mm-hmm. I received a message on Instagram and i which was from uc magazine it's a magazine where they interview singers songwriters like people across the entertainment industry yeah and they reached out to me it was like hey like i would like for you to come and interview for the magazine i was like and like once i read the message i'm like yeah please like, i would love to and it was immediate yes like i just like this is an amazing opportunity like every any opportunity again I, I say yes like mm-hmm. it like so. not a lot of these opportunities come right. a lot so i was like uh oh, of course so for my job as an entertainment editor i basically my um the person that runs the um or, like, the magazine, Ja'Kayla Crawford, and she'll send me some interviews over to me a couple times a week or a couple times a month, Mm -hmm. and she um, will say, like, hey, I want you to interview this person. Like, Like, for the interview, sometimes I'll do it over Zoom or I'll send questions over in a word doc or in the center.
0: Sorry to interrupt the episode, but I want to put in this quick ad really quick and then we'll be right back to this amazing interview.
1: So I was very really excited and plus well, these opportunities don't come around a lot. Yeah. That, magazine, that magazines come, my, message you, you online and or email you and connect with you saying that like, they want you as a journalist or this right. magazine. Like, that doesn't come along. Around often, so it was a media yes, and I was like, of course I'll do it. And um, and then like a week later, all right, like as a journalist, I they will send interviews over, over that they want me to do. They'll mm-hmm. send me their bio. And Jaquela Crawford, she is um the um, founder of the magazine. Mm-hmm. She sends over the interviews that yeah. she always um she always asks me who i want to interview like she's always asked me like do you want to interview someone from this series like yeah. line orders for you raise anatomy like those are my, like someone from like my favorite series so they try to like ask me like who i do want to interview mm-hmm. Like, so, like you like to keep my dreams open and that's what i love about this magazine is that like they really want to like make my dreams happen and so like when I do these interviews um I um they give me a deadline it's usually about a week or two Mm -hmm. for me to do an interview and for me to do an interview they will send like the like the person over in their bio and I'll figure out the questions and for the questions I look um do some research like any other interview Mm -hmm. and ask them these questions like be like hey like how do you start how did you start out like what made you want to be um an actor like a singer or dancer Mm or and just ask them about their projects and like learn more about their journey and um and just like like make a difference in this world and learn more about their differences and sometimes i will do on zoom interviews sometimes i'll do this work document i'll send them over to the founder of the magazine and it's just been amazing. Like, I never thought in a world that I would be in randomizing. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. And it's just, see, like, I'm just really grateful for this journey and this, mm. like, if I've ever done a podcast or anything, I just know, like, I would have gotten this opportunity.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so do you think that, like, your start of your podcast, Talk of Fame, was a launch into them reaching out to you or vice versa? Did you launch your podcast because of this opportunity?
1: uh well i started this podcast before the magazine yeah so um like for this opportunity like when i like was doing interviews i was doing interviews a couple times a week i still do interviews a couple times a week and when they emailed me and they were like hey like i'd like to be an editor like to be a journalist magazine i'm like Mm -hmm. um yeah like I never <laughs> like I followed on on Instagram like I knew what they did like yeah. I was familiar with their work and That's I love what they did but I never like like reach out like mm-hmm. I was like okay well like I'm kind of busy with my work now I never kind of tended <laughs> to grow much more work than mm-hmm. I was already did because I didn't want to stress myself out and right. stuff like I just didn't want to become overwhelmed mm-hmm. but then like when they reached out to me a little bit later um later on during the year I was like yeah let's <laughs> like, go like, but like it's just like the more when people ask for opportunities for whoever's doing yeah. a um a podcast interview or it's being interviewed in general or work for organization mm-hmm. and my partnerships etc like i say yes i don't care mm-hmm. like what going on in my life currently at that time I say yes because yeah. not a lot of opportunities come and Absolutely. like when opportunity is given to you and mm-hmm. someone wants to interview you and talk to you that doesn't come around and not a lot of people get these opportunities I'm like yeah. uh, that's why I always say yes to do to these projects and people always say like oh my god like how are you doing a lot of these things <laughs> right now like and during like like your your schedule must be crazy but then <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't like to say no. Like, I just, yeah. like, I never want to out on an opportunity.
0: I, I feel the same way as you. I, I think that there are so many beautiful things that come out of um, opportunities like that. Even if they are a bad experience, I think you can still learn from them. So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm totally with you. 100% say yes to anything that comes your way um, that would forward you in the thing that you're doing. So, like, for us, we do interviews, we do podcast um, episodes, we, I mean, you're, you're a journalist, um, I don't specifically do that, but um, you're doing those things, so when you get reached out to, it's such a good opportunity to take those, so I think for, like, anyone who is in any other field, if someone gives you an opportunity, it's such a beautiful thing to take that, you know, and run with it, like take it and run and be like, hey, I'm going to keep this. Um, and it, it's not necessarily like a selfish thing. I think it's just um, it, it's a believing in fate and believing in that there is a plan for our lives and that sometimes our plans don't necessarily look like what it's going to ultimately come out to be, you know. So sometimes taking those leaps of faith can be one of the most rewarding things in life. Um, so let's talk about your um, activism and um, speaking on gender bias and then also women's representation. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. a little
1: bit. Yeah, so like the thing like when I, like the thing that made me kind of passionate and kind of about women's empowerment, representation gender bias was, um, Gina Davis, like, she is my biggest inspiration. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on about <laughs> her, and I just adore her. She's amazing. And just, like, a couple, like, back in during the beginning of the pandemic, I watched one of her movies, which was A look of Their Own. It's a baseball movie. Mm-hmm. And people that know me and watch a podcast... They know I love baseball, love sports. Yes. Like I would grew up watching sports. I grew up at a baseball field because my brother played baseball, mm-hmm. so I always grew up at, at a sporting event, yeah. whether it's uh, major league something like a pros or my mm-hmm. brother's baseball games or my family's. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one day during the pandemic, early pandemic when the pandemic was, was just started. And, and my mom called me down and was like, hey, Kylie, like, you want to watch this movie? called the wrong. I never watched it. Like, I never even right. heard of the movie until my mom brought it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? Like, it's a baseball <laughs> movie, and it's about girls. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of women's sports movies. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, sure. I had nothing going on that day or I had anything <laughs> doing, at, doing something at that moment. And so, like, I was like, I sat down at her office, and... We watched a movie and I saw her character, which was Dottie Henson. Mm-hmm. And I saw the look at the character and I'm like I like this woman. <laughs> I don't know what it was about her that I liked, but I was like, I adore this woman. Like I yeah. don't know who she is, but I do love this woman. And so after the movie I became obsessed with that movie. I watched it. Couple times a week, I it's my so much favorite movie today, and I watch it so much I really know every line to the movie to the point where I can watch it with the volume down, like the volume off, and I can say all the words <laughs> to the movie. And I, I just, love it. It's, it's just that bad. And like after the movie, I went on my phone and was and looked up the cast to mm-hmm. see who she was. Yeah, right. I was like I don't know who this girl is. Yeah. like I need really to see. Really see and you know, I saw her name was Gina Davis. I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like she looks so pretty. And I looked at what she was doing. This was pre podcast. This was pre podcast before right. I did all my work. And I saw her work and was looking at the, look at what she did, like her acting roles and, and all these things. Her so activism. I'm, I'm like, oh my god. Like I like this was crazy. She was doing all this work. And she founded the Gina Davis and Teen Engineer Meetup back in mm-hmm. 2005 huh? or 2006, at, between that time, 2005-2006. And it's one, it's basically the biggest um, organization based off research, the largest research ever done. And once I saw that thing, like the, her organization, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm not crazy. Like growing <laughs> up, I never saw myself as as a human being, I grew up with Mm. anxiety, and, and I just never saw myself, like, I never had a person to look up to, I never had a mentor, like, I never, like, I never felt so connected to someone, like, I never, like, found stuff, I never had anyone to look up to, because I was, like, well, I never saw myself as a young, shy girl growing up, I never, just never saw myself, and, and I just, uh, like, oh my god, like, I, I'm not crazy, I'm not alone, I'm not, I'm not the only one that's seen this yeah. problem, and there's only, like, there's not a lot of female characters that are doing amazing things, mm-hmm. and, and I saw that, but I thought, oh, it's probably, I'm just probably going crazy, and we and I was like, oh my god, like, I really want to get in contact with you, but I, I never did, like, I never got in contact mm-hmm. with her, but I really want to, and once I saw that, her work and everything, I... Um, I went crazy. I was like, oh my god, I love this woman. I, I'm not alone. And when I started looking at the research and stuff, I started, like, when me and my mom will sit down and watch movies, because we always watch movies together, mostly during the pandemic, mm-hmm. Um, I'll sit down in, in her bedroom or wherever she was, and, we'll, and sometimes when I see a character that like male characters are and there's no woman characters in the in the scene let's just say it's like an all-male-led film yeah i will say like mom like do you see there's um no woman in this scene do you think a woman can do whatever the guy is doing like mm-hmm. stuff like that and i really shouldn't be saying those things to my mom my mom should be saying those things to me <laughs> and it's like in this, like this so, like and then since then my passion for women empowerment became even bigger. I started yeah. t- talking to my family about these things. When I'm at like family events or when I'm with my family for at, like going out to eat or something, I'll talk about it. And then like it just like my passionate for women empowerment became it, it grew. It just like never stopped. Yeah. And this then like when I was um, like I always talk about these topics even on my podcast. I'm like, oh, can we like talk about this mm-hmm. and and I was like, "Why not start an organization like dedicated to women empowerment and gender bias inclusion?" Because, like, if I wanted to do something more than just my podcast, people, mm-hmm. like my people, not a lot of people listen to podcasts. Like, people don't know sometimes don't know what podcasts are. Yeah. So I'm like, "Why not just create an organization dedicated to gender bias and inclusion and mm-hmm. stuff like that?" And so I started that organization, Power Girls in the summer of 2022 yeah and so like where i was left left off i um like i started my organization back in the summer of 2022 and um i was trying to figure out some ideas Mm -hmm. and what i want to do and then i launched a website i'm currently working on another website now with programs and stuff and when when i launched like the organization Mm -hmm. i was so happy i was getting so much support and um and I, then the next day after I released, I was actually on the news, which is absolutely wow. insane. And like, and I was like, I was already planning to be on the news, like, but I was like being interviewed on the news, and which was crazy. And I was like, no better. What's better than after launching your yeah. organization than being on the news and talking about? it? Exactly. You know what I mean? And so like, it's just pretty special. And I just like, I knew like I wouldn't be an activist for gender quality or women's representation if it was for gina davis and if she's Mm -hmm. watching this gina thank you for
0: everything i think that like your opportunity to interview so many like actors and um people who have done amazing things in um that field maybe maybe it'll come up maybe it'll be an opportunity for you to be like hey gina let me have an interview <laughs> yeah you may never know for yes for sure we'll hope for it um so i guess to kind of wrap up let's talk about any calls to action you have about um either if it's in the entertainment industry if it's just being like a woman in general like what are some things to know um or Um, podcast wise or being a writer as a woman or anything like that um, just give us some piece of advice you have for listeners
1: yeah like the best advice I can like really give someone that kind of wants to be an activist or to want to be a podcaster is just do it. Like, like don't let like anything stop you. Like when I first started a podcast, I'm like, how am I supposed to do a podcast? Like I yeah. can't do a podcast or become an activist. Like that's not possible. From being, without woman at that, like oh, a woman can't do that. Like I'm crazy, and um and like just don't let those bad. bad messages Mm -hmm. going on your head or hear people say those things get it to you right because like if you want to do something that you are passionate about or want to try then try it like that's something that helped me back my entire life like i was scared to do things that now i think about i wish i did this and like the best advice i just want to give someone is to really try it like you don't know if you're gonna like it until you try it and to like like, I did. Like, I, when I tried my podcast, I thought, like, oh, it's still going to be, a, like, a couple of days, like, an interview, then it's going to be done. And now I'm here today, over 100 episodes, and, yeah. like, almost two years later, and still doing it. Like, you may never know until like, at least you least or try it. And so, like, the best advice I can give someone is to really try it out, because you don't mm-hmm. know if you're going to like it until you try.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I love that you have chosen girls specifically to um focus in on and be able to uplift because I think you're so right like when you said your explanation of sitting there and watching that movie and seeing that role being played by a woman was so empowering to you I think that truly is a feeling and an emotion you feel because I think the world has a negative com- connotation on women empowerment because there are so many arguments about it but I think there is a positive kind of like not as progressive um, way of looking at women empowerment because there, there are so many people who are mothers like and another thing is like all women have a role to play you know so every Mm -hmm. woman no matter if you're a mom no matter if you are a high level news interviewer or anything like that no matter what your place is you are all doing good work hard work for the better of the world like for mothers Mm -hmm. for example you are raising the next generation for the Mm -hmm. news interviewee You are doing hard work that is getting people information that they need to know. Um, For actors, you are setting the footstones for representation for girls um, and even guys. I feel like sometimes with all this women empowerment, we have kind of put guys on a back burner where they're not really sure of who they are. So at the same time, I think it's important to uplift guys as people who are There to support each other. So we're not competing in a way for our equality uh, exactly. Like there are different things, probably legalistically, like pay gap or whatever like that, that we can discuss. But as a human society as a whole, women and men should be able, and we're still kind of working on working together to uplift together so then we're not in a gap where guys are like all the way down here and women are up here you know um and I think we've lived a long time with women down here and men up here and we're just kind of trying to like level that gap I know (laughs) listeners can't see me but (laughs) I'm doing like a little uh range Mm -hmm. but it, it definitely is a process I I totally agree with you that like um right now women are fighting for their place to be heard to be seen to have representation for young girls to know that you don't need someone to come into your life and be like hey you need to go after and get this you can do it on your own you can forge your own path you can use tools especially now I would encourage people I know you would as well with technology available like Kylie was talking about she got reached out by a dm to have this opportunity like Yes, technology can be a beautiful thing that you can use to forward whatever you are passionate about. And it doesn't have to be like for me, it's being a Christian and showing God's love to others. And for Kylie, it's being able to show that women can do everything. So, like, your thing doesn't have to be what we like, you know? It can be your yeah. thing. It can be if you love Legos and you love engineering. Go after that because so many girls need to be in engineering. If it's medical and nursing, start a podcast of how to rise up and what you've learned about that. Um, So many things like that can encourage others who are probably younger than you to be encouraged and kind of step forward and take that first step. Um, So I think there's definitely so many ways that we can all be encouraging to others and have our voice out there and be heard. So Kylie, to wrap up, do you want to tell listeners where we can follow you, where we can keep up with your interviews, everything like that? Go ahead and share
1: Yeah, yeah. So everyone can find my um podcast, a talk of fame podcast, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcast. And on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, at um official technique and my podcast at talk of fame pod on Instagram and um. And Facebook, I had to think for a second. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's where you can find me. If awesome. anyone wants to learn more information about me, my activism work, or anything, there's more information about women's empowerment, feel free to reach out to me. i would be happy to share.
0: Great. And I'll have everything that you shared with me and then also the link you gave me um, that we were talking about and put it all in the episode notes so everyone can find those interviews and how to find you and how to reach out to you um and we are so excited that you were on I love this interview I'm so excited you came on you're so smart you're intelligent you are forging the way like we were talking about um so I think it's just so beautiful what you're doing
1: thank you so much thank you so much for having me This you're <sighs> amazing and doing so great work thank like just keep going and I'm so honored to be on the podcast thank it's, you this has been so much fun
0: awesome